the housing market, what is going to happen in the housing market? When are interest rates going to drop? Is this a bubble that's going to burst? When will housing be affordable again? Now, I don't have a crystal ball, but I do have an unhealthy neurosis that compels me to consume, digest, summarize, and then regurgitate everything possible in all forms of data and opinions to give you the most plausible answers possible. Oh, I may need medication. Play the music. What is up, my How to Buy a Homies episode 200? How about that? Pretty exciting. I'm David Sidoni, and this is the forecast episode. Lots of information to get to you today. Now, a couple of times a year, I get market updates from one of my real estate gurus that I trust, uh, mostly because he's been right, oh, about 98% of the time over the last 20 years. His name's Brian Buffini, and today he talked with another guy named Dave Stevens, and I take that and I combine it with all the articles and speeches and information from all the major economists, mostly these guys I've been listening to for years or reading or following what they say. And then just for fun, I drop in some of the headlines from the current news sources, both the bull and the bear. That's the positive and the negative. And hopefully what that does is it creates the best full picture on what you're being told and how that compares to the actual and more accurate forecast and predictions that come from all the people that I end up reading who, for some odd reason, don't end up being at the top of everyone's Instagram feed. Guess they're not influencers. Uh, by the way, this is all predictions and forecasting, so you know what that means. Uh, insert the legal disclaimer here. Predictions are not guarantees of future performance, blah, 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 blah. So here it is, gang. Let's get started. No foreplay at all. I have spent weeks researching and gathering all of the information. Here it is. Ready? Overall, 2023 and 2024, prices will rise slowly with a potential steep rise when mortgage interest rates drop, with economists predicting that by 2025, we're going to see the second highest number of homes sold in history to keep up with the huge pent-up demand. And at that time, mortgage rates around 4.5%. Housing prices will increase from 2023 to 2024 and 2025, with this housing market being fed by high demand due to population data and the low supply of housing inventory, and due to everything that I have been reporting on this podcast since 2019. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's your summary. That's it. Now let's dive into this. However, somebody dives into something really hard and deep. Damn. Whoa, sorry, this podcast is starting off really dirty. Was that too much for you? What, would you rather that I just drone on for an hour regurgitating all the economic intricacies that I've been researching for the last two weeks? As my wife can attest to, no thanks, that is boring as well. Yes, diving hard and deep into real estate economic data for two weeks, not so fun. In this forecast episode, I'm gonna cover these four important topics for you. What people are saying, headlines from both sides, bull and bear. Why a crash or a bubble bursting is financially and physically impossible. And number three, what's up with mortgage interest rates? And of course, number four, what is going to happen to housing prices? 
Now, before we get going, first, we have a disclaimer and a general ideology update. I'm going to spoil the ending for most of you. Well, I already did. I just gave you the whole thing. Most people click on the forecast and predictions episode so they can try to time the market for their purchase. And I'd like to start with some advice for you. A home is a long-term investment. So I recommend not to try to buy your home like a stock market day trader. Purchasing a home, especially your first home, is more like a 401k. The sooner you start, the bigger your financial returns. So if you want to buy a home someday, but you're trying to time the market for just the right time to jump in, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you missed it. And a discount period is not coming anytime soon. As I record this in the summer of 2023, yeah, there is no President's Day weekend mattress sale coming that's going to save you a bunch of money. This is where we are right now. And the market is already starting to come back and it's going up and it will keep going up and it will stay going up until we solve one major problem. Say it with me now, homies. <gasps> Low inventory. So as we go through all the data, you'll start to understand that never more than ever has the old mantra, the best time to buy a home was yesterday, it's never been truer than it has right now because the prices are starting to go up in the summer of 2023, even though we've had high interest rates. And that anomaly of prices going up with high interest rates is happening because supply is way below demand due to, say it with me now, low inventory. Now, the slowdown that you might have been reading about or hearing about when the facts are uncovered, this will we'll look back on and it will just historically be seen as a tiny lull, a mere dip in pricing for seven months. It started when mortgage rates shot up from 3% to 7% in the summer of 2022. Now, that was insanity. It went up fast. And then for the first half of 2023, the latest S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index posted a month-over-month -month national price increase of 1.3% and 1.7% after a seasonal adjustment. And it's not slowing down. So that lull that was from the summer of 2022 till the end of the year, it's over. Because already this year, we're going up 1.7% month-to-month. Historical data, if we go back further than that, shows that after the crash of 2008, which lasted to about 2011, came back February 2012. Since February 2012, home prices month to month have risen, except, of course, for those dark days in 2020 when they obviously dipped. Y'all remember pandemic fun, don't you? Get this, though. Back then, it only dipped for only two months. Two months. Does that sound like the amount of time that you were locked in your apartment taking baby wipes to your groceries? It was only two months of decline. Homies, you got to know this. Not even a global pandemic could stop the pent-up demand due to what? Low inventory. And by May of 2020, people were creating homemade hazmat suits and going to open houses. Oh my God, I wish that was a joke. It's not. The only time ever besides the pandemic since 2012 that home prices dropped month to month was July of 2022 to January 2023. And now, since February, we're back on the uptick. So for some of you, that could be enough data for you and you're ready to move on. But I highly encourage you to listen to everything. Now, if you're brand new, first of all, you're wondering why I'm calling you a homie. It's a term of endearment. Run with it. Let's go over the housing economics 101 for those of you new to the game. 
Okay, number uh, basic fact number one. Housing appreciation, that's the increase in the home prices. It goes up on average about 4% a year if you factor in that for every 10-year period. And that's a fact all the way back to the Revolutionary War. Now, when I heard that fact, all I could think is, who the hell was gathering that data back then? Now, of course, there's only one exception. Uh, that was the 10 years from the crash, 2008 to 2018, uh, which was actually, I think it was 2009, 2019, can't remember. Uh, but there was one time there. And the key to that is that crash is not happening again. More on that later. So if you want and you're curious about the bubbles and the crashes and you want details on that, I have lots in my back catalog of bubble bursting episodes. I mean, the housing bubble theory bursting, not an actual housing bubble bursting. I burst the theory about a bubble bursting because it's not happening. So appreciation, 4% over 10 years, that's the norm, and that's what we're going to keep going as we move into the next few years. Basic fact number two, mortgage interest rates have averaged 7.7% since 1970. I know that you think, oh my God, everyone has mortgage rates at like 2% and 3%. No, that was just a weird thing when you were old enough to start paying attention. The average is 7.7% since 1970. But based on the way things have been going, we do expect them to drop much lower than that over the next few years because since 1970, when things happen in our economy, the government reacts much faster, especially the last couple decades. And our current recessions and inflation periods, they actually react so quickly that they're about half as long as we've seen in the past. And fact number three, this has little to do with you, but I read all this crap and so you have to suffer too. One of the things that's interesting when people are looking at real estate is that a commercial real estate crash is coming. Now, as I explain it to you, you'll understand, and this might affect your residential personal housing. Just think about this. I figured you would like to know that thanks to the pandemic forcing what was a movement that was already starting to happen, they just kind of pushed the evolution along a little faster. Remote working is leaving massive and expensive office buildings vacant, and some of them in some pretty big cities. So that's happening, and it might affect you later, but in the meantime, you can just look at all those office landlords and say, eat that, big landlords. And again, as a reminder, this semi-annual forecast episode is regurgitation of people smarter than me. It's like a chat GPT version, so you guys don't have to read all this crap. You homies out there who've been listening for a long time, you already know me, and hopefully you trust me. And if you don't, then I say you go ahead and check out my track record. Since 2019, I've been telling you what I have learned because I'm sitting in a sad, dark research room. And the biggest thing that I've been telling you over and over and over again is that low inventory is the biggest driving factor in the market. And yes, prices are still going to keep going up because of that. Since I started the podcast in that time, since 2019, I've never seen a market indicator that shows a true slowdown on the horizon, despite the headlines that you might see and read. So if you want to buy a home in the next three years, the best time to write an offer was three days ago because prices are only going to go up. And when rates go down, you'll be able to refinance out of the higher rates because the rate prediction that you hear a little bit later, it'll all make sense. So in general, if you wait, you'll miss out. This is just an educated and researched forecast based on data. 
And that is the solution. I want to reiterate to you guys, I'm not trying to sell anyone to do anything. I'm just reporting in the spirit of this mission of the podcast. There's no sales pitch. This is a pure educational platform, just the facts and the data. I put everything I have into making this podcast. It's the middle of the night right now again, uh, and the air conditioner is off, and it's like the hottest day ever. Um, and I tried to make sure I get you guys everything I can, and uh, I'm not making a ton of cash, uh, I might add, because, well, I don't care. I believe in this, uh, and I believe that you deserve better information and better service. And the more years that I keep dropping the facts, the more people can get well, they can make informed decisions like the many listeners who took the information from these semi-annual forecast and prediction episodes. And if they bought a home in 2019, they are stoked to be sitting on a ton of equity, not to mention a fixed monthly payment while your rents keep going up. I promise you, I will give you the news, whatever it is. It just has been good news for buyers, but bad news if you can't move quickly because the prices have just been going up since I started the podcast. And I'll tell you, good time to go, bad time to go. I will let you know when the indicators change. But for now, the indicators say what I said. Overall, 2023 and 2024, prices will rise slowly with a potential steep rise when mortgage interest rates drop, with economists predicting that by 2025, we're going to see the second highest number of homes sold in history to keep up with the huge pent-up demand, and mortgage rates at that time will be about 4.5%. Housing prices will increase from 2023, 24 to 25, while the market continues to be fed by high demand due to population data and the low supply of housing inventory and due to everything else that I've reported to you since 2019. So with that, I'm going to wipe my brow because I'm sweaty. Woo, 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 woo. God, I wish they kept the AC on at night. Let's get to the news outlets, starting with topic number one for today's podcast. We'll start with the uh, what I would call negative stuff, negative for you. Um, actually, you might think it's positive, but I don't actually think it's going to happen. These are the bubble believers, the people that think that the market's going to crash. The first article says, headline, U.S. housing market in trouble. Moody predicts home prices will fall in 2023 and 2024. Now, the article says the housing market has hit the skids with existing, with existing home sales dropping in 12 of the last 13 months and existing home prices peaking last June. That was June 2022. It continues to say the surge of home prices during the height of the pandemic and the jump in mortgage rates since the Federal Reserve began raising interest rates last March dampened home demand. Existing prices home fell 12% to 336,000 in February, down from $413,800 last June. Okay, so now this is me again. The article says that in June at 413,800, that was the peak. But remember, that was when interest rates went from three to six and up to seven, and home prices dropped for seven months until February when they started going up again. And they reported that huge 12-month drop-off from 413,800 to 363. But I just pulled up the chart, and when you add in March and May, prices are back up to 396,000 already, almost back to the high that they mentioned about this big slump that was happening. So I guess those guys missed the indicator. Now, the next article is from Fortune, and this one comes right at the end of June, June 27th, 2023. 
The headline, 2023's housing correction could be the largest since post-World War II. That's a serious headline. The article says housing prices in October 2022 were 38% higher than they were at the start of the pandemic in March 2020, based on Fortune's figures. However, they started to fall in November of 2022, with prices down 2.4% from the peak in June of 2022. And that was according to the Case-Shiller National Home Price Index. Experts are predicting another 10 to 15% drop by the second or third quarter of 2023, according to multiple sources. Okay, that's what the article says. Uh, so let's see what's happening. Well, it's July and the second quarter numbers are up and we went up and we're already in the third quarter. And the numbers have been averaging up about like one and a half to 1.7% so far. So eh, wrong answer, unless we drop like what, 12 to 17% in the next two months. And considering that uh, when we're talking to buyers all over the country and unicorns, we're, uh, most people are reporting five to 15 offers on every single home as of mid-July, 2023. So, I don't think that 12 to 17% uh, drop that they predicted is happening. These are the real world facts. Look, I know I'm supposed to be giving you unbiased opinions on both sides of what's happening. And uh, this is not me having an emotional reaction to the headlines that I found. Um, I just have to make sure that I interject with that pesky little thing called facts a leading indicator of how the market is swinging is the average days on market before it goes under contract. Shorter days on market, that means it's a hotter market. So yes, during the slump last July of 2022, that number increased. It was at 14 days when the interest rates were 3%. That's a super fast time to sell a home. It's usually three to six months. That's less than two weeks. Well, it's two weeks exactly. And it peaked out at 34 days in February 2023. And that data goes hand in hand with the minor lull price slump numbers bottoming out in January, February of this year. And then the days on markets peaked at the same time in 34 days in February. And continuing on, from March, they dropped to 29 days. April dropped to 22 days. And based on the unicorn reports and buyer reports from all over America, I'm sure that May and June will be even shorter days on market. Okay, back to the article. It says, quote, as Macro Trends Advisors founding partner Mitch Rochel told business, excuse me, told Fox Business, the supply of homes is still, quote, relatively low, unquote, with a 3.3 supply on the market, unquote. Okay, so the inventory numbers are relatively low, and there, it was quotes inside a quote while he was giving a quote. So that can get a little confusing anyway, but what's really confusing, if you think about it, why are there quotes inside a quote, quotes around the term, relatively low? What do we need to clarify with that? Relatively low is a regular term. So to me, that's classic deniability. Covering your ass, because you want to make the words that, you know, if they don't have quotations around them, I think that's exactly what it means. But it's like, no, it, it means something different. Because only the last couple of years have ever had lower inventory all the way back to 1999. 
So the second or third lowest inventory in 24 years is, quote, relatively low. Really? Second or third lowest in 24 years? I think like maybe the, the top five are really low inventory and then five to 10 are maybe relatively low, but we are low and there's no reason to put quotes around it unless you're covering your ass. Now, at the same time, this article, which remember the headline, it's stated that it's the largest drop since World War II is coming, said that another indicator was that large corporations are getting out of the home buying game, meaning that those guys are smart, so we must be coming into a weakening market. Not sure they're reading the room because that is not a bad thing and not going to slow anything down. My inbox will surely tell you that there are tens of thousands of people out there saying it's about damn time. I mean, I get so many people that have commented on my uh, social media or they've emailed me or they text and they say, damn, these corporations, I can't buy a home. Well, now they're out there going, cool, they're gone. Awesome. And again, it's all about supply and demand. When the corporations go, these buyers that are waiting for them to get out of the way, they're going to come right in. That's demand from the buyers who have been demanding to write an offer without that damn corporate bidder in their way. Okay, in the next Bubble Believer article, and I swear on my family and all things musical theater and sports center, yeah, those are my higher powers, so don't even try to figure me out. I swear I did not cherry pick these negative articles. I read every single one. And shockingly, these were the ones that had the most reasonable theories and hypothesis based somewhat in some data. In fact, when I Googled U.S. housing crash and a whole bunch of other things, housing bubble, what's happening, blah, 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 all of the articles, these were the only ones that actually had negative predictions. Most of the articles that came up with that were bait and switch articles. The headline said housing crash. And then the sub headline said, yeah, it's probably not coming. <laughs> so here's a few more things that I found. I cherry picked some stuff from, uh, I didn't cherry pick. Wait, I just said I didn't cherry pick. Oh my God, I'm lying to you. I hand picked some things that I thought were interesting from Moody's. Uh, Yahoo Finance, uh, a report from Morningstar, which a lot of people quoted, uh, some more stuff from Fortune, The Motley Fool, and Bankrate. So this comes from people who talk about this stuff. They said, quote, home purchase affordability has plummeted to the lowest in decades. A typical payments on new mortgages have soared. On a national basis, we expect to see home prices decline about 4% in both 2023 and 2024. Now, that was based on the slump from July 2022 to the beginning of 2023. But what's crazy is then the article pointed out these facts. Though the median existing home price edged lower year over year for the fourth consecutive month, a promising sign for home shoppers, experts don't expect substantial nationwide price declines anytime soon. Huh? And then it said, despite some areas seeing price declines, experts point out that today's homeowners stand on much more secure footing than those coming out of the 2008 financial crisis, with many borrowers having positive equity in their homes. Consequently, the likelihood of a housing crash is low. So uh, to give you the final example, U.S. News & World Report, uh, it had this headline, when will the housing market crash? And the sub headline read, a housing bubble burst isn't eminent, 
but here are the factors to keep an eye on. <laughs> and I read the whole article. You want me to summarize what the factor was? Guess what it was. One guess. <gasps> Inventory. Okay, so that's the headlines for the people who see a crash coming. Now, for the other side, rather than read you all the opposing articles that say that there ain't no bubble, I'm just going to jump into topic number two, where so, uh, I'm going to take everything that I read, but I'm just going to give you the facts, all the facts and data. Uh, some of this, uh, there's no opinion in here. This is facts and data coming from the anti-bubble peeps. This comes straight from the economists at Zillow, Redfin, Harvard, uh, my guru I told you about, Brian Buffini, and his friend Dave Stevens, uh, the folks at the National Real Estate Post, Inman, and of course, our good friend, Uncle Larry. So topic number two, a housing crash is financially and physically impossible. When you break it down, the data actually makes this not too complicated for me to explain to you. See, a housing crash happens when the supply of homes outweighs the demand. <laughs> Remember our friend, relatively low inventory? Nah, 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 no, man, this is not relatively low. I'm talking low. We are crazy low, lower than a, a, a ant limbo competition, like way low, below, that, that's taking place below sea level. No, we're talking low. We're talking lower than the ratings on the box office returns for a movie starring uh, Jared from Subway, Fred from YouTube, and the annoying Orange. We're talking low, lower than your mama's standards when she's swiping on OkCupid. Oh, okay, damn, that was a little too harsh. What I meant to say was that since 2019, I've been reporting that there are not enough homes to support the demand, and I record every week, <laughs> and nothing has changed until the average days on market goes from days, two months, three, four, five months. And until homes stop getting five to 15 offers in the first weekend, you could go out there and dump a million homes onto the market and we'd still need more to sell. And then there's this other fact. Bubbles burst when people lose their homes to foreclosure. Now, here are some really bonkers numbers for you. These are high. Right now, 39% of Americans own their home with no mortgage. 29% have more than 50% equity. That means we have a total of 68% of the market that has over 50% equity in their home, with the majority of those owning the home outright. That is insane. Way up over the average. The last time it was that high was back in the 80s. People are set to handle any crisis because they're sitting in good standing with equity on their home. So there is no foreclosure wave coming. So do me a favor. When you see an article that talks about foreclosures, please, please, for the love of God, ignore it. I know they can manipulate the stats to make it look like something. But, you know, when you're going from nothing to a little bit more than nothing, you could say it's up 300%. Here's the real stat. It was like one in 1,271 or something like that. I wrote down the percentage. It's 0.12% of homes are in foreclosure. That's not 1.2, 0.12%. And then there are some other huge factors that I've reported in my other bubble episodes. As you may or may not know, there were incredibly strict changes to loan regulations. Before the crash, anyone could get a loan anytime. 
So that means that everyone in a home right now, if, if you've gotten a home loan, you know how uh, uh, detailed they get. That means people can afford the home and their payment they're in. And the other thing is lines of credit. That's where people use their home as an ATM with giant equity line cash outs. And what happened is people did that and they took it way above their home's actual value. That's what happened in the last crash. None of that happening. If you really want more information on that, go back and listen to the bubble forecasts, uh, the bubble episodes, the forecast episodes, or I believe there's some episodes entitled, Should I Wait? Okay, gang, intermission. Yeah, we're having an intermission in this one. I'm actually going to turn a fan on right now. So I got to bring the mic closer. It's 100 degrees in here, so I turned on the fan for a second. Uh, intermission, time to pause. Pause me right now. Get a drink. Go pee. When I come back, uh, well, I mean, after after you unpause me, um, then we'll get to what you came here for, forecasts and predictions. What is going to happen with mortgage interest rates and home prices? Uh, and here's the intermission thought for you. Um, I decided I'm going to start a new podcast to sell my latest invention, Glass Coffins. Whether it's successful or not remains to be seen. Because <laughs> dead people bodies, they're called remains. Is that bad? Am I canceled now? All right. Woo. Okay, intermission's over. Fans off. Okay, back to the forecast. Topic number three. What is up with rates and where are they going? All right, first, let's clear one thing up about rates. Okay, when you talk rates, there are two kinds, mortgage rates and the Fed rate. Mortgage rates, that's the mortgage interest rate that you pay on your loan for your home. Simple. Fed rate is different. When you hear the term Fed rate or federal funds rate, it refers to the target interest rate set by the Federal Reserve. That rate, it's the suggested interest at which banks lend money to each other. And it was designed to keep the U.S. economy operating smoothly. Another definition, or in other words, it's a fiscal tool used to control the money supply in the system and help keep inflation in check when commerce begins to overheat or to stimulate the economy when it slows down. Now, sometimes the mortgage rate and the Fed rates are connected, but not always. In other episodes, I bore you with how the mortgage rates are actually affected by the 10-year treasury bond. Uh, and sometimes uh, I even talked about the inverted yield curve between the two-year and the 10-year. There, are you asleep yet? Come on, I gave you an intermission. Come back to me. All right. Well, currently, where we're at right now in the summer of 2023 is that inflation did a number on our, our economy. So the Fed did what they always do when they went nuts. And the Fed rate went up super quickly. That means Currently, where we are right now, things are all out of whack. But what's interesting is when I looked at the data, there were some historical normal events that were actually great predictors. Where we are right now is as of mid-July 2023, inflation has dipped from 8% to below 5%. That's a good thing. Fortune says, quote, in an effort to bring down the highest U.S. inflation in four decades, the Federal Reserve will likely need to increase rates a couple more times over 2023. Its hikes thus far have not reduced property prices as significantly as expected, unquote. All right. So we had the fast rise in inflation and then the fast rise in mortgage rates and then a fast rise in Fed rates. So what is next? Well, for your interest, 
<laughs> Get it? Your interest. I'm talking about mortgage interest rates. Yes, last year they went from 3% to 7% in the blink of an eye. No one saw it coming. So where do people think they're going? Here are some opinions. And I'll start with the negative Nellies. Some people are forecasting and predicting that rates will go higher. Danish Shirshikov of real estate website Awning says, quote, continued inflation, overall interest rates, a potential recession and geopolitical tensions will force the 30-year mortgage rates up throughout 2022, unquote. He went on to say that he foresees the 30-year loan at 8.25% across 2023. And then Robert Johnson, who, a name I could pronounce much easier than Shirsikoff. Robert Johnson, who is a professor of finance at Creighton University's Hyder College of Business, said that due to the Fed raising their rate, it would, quote, translate into 30-year mortgage rates at roughly 7.7%, unquote. Now, what's interesting is, as I continued and read through this, this article, these same economists were asked, do you, do you think home prices will go down? Shirsikoff, Mr. 8.25%, said, quote, home prices will not fall proportionally. Any fall in prices will not be enough to offset the rising interest rate and its contribution to the monthly mortgage payment, unquote. Huh? I mean, I'm a real estate dork and nerd, so I think I understand what he means, but do you? <laughs> the point is, he said, yeah, rates are going to go up to 8.25, but I don't think prices are going to go down. Seriously, bro? <laughs> and then Johnson, the, the same dude who said rates are going to go to 7.7%, when asked about home prices, he said, quote, overall home affordability won't change dramatically, unquote. Okay, giving everyone their due list here for someone else. Fortune's Lance Lambert detailed a new Morningstar report, and it expects housing affordability to calm as mortgage rates improve in the short term. Expectations are that the 30-year mortgage will average 6.25% at the end of 2023 and then hit five and four in 2024 and 2025, respectively. So that's uh, going from 6.25 this year to 5% in 24 to 4% in 25. Moody's, they had the 30-year fix slowing down to 6% by the end of 2024 and five and a half by 2025. And a leading mortgage finance analyst at Fannie Mae and the Mortgage Bankers Association predict the 30 years is going to be 5.6 to 4.9 by the end of this year. So as you can see, that's quite a spread. Let's see what Larry Yoon, Uncle Larry to us homies, see what Uncle Larry said. He's the chief economist of the National Association of Realtors. And despite who he works for, this dude's a real straight shooter. I think it's because he needs to make sure that uh, many of those uneducated realtors out there, and unfortunately, there are too many of them, uh, they, he doesn't want them to start believing all the bad information out there and spreading it around as fact. So he is not known for giving wild opinions uh, or biased opinions. He's usually spot on. He said, quote, Mortgage rates should drop with a 30-year fixed rate progressively falling to 6% in 2023 and 5.6% in 2024, unquote. So you can see he's middle of the road based on the numbers that we've got so far. But I found some other forecasts from people who weren't making headlines, but they have great reputations. Mike Frantantoni. Okay, honesty corner here, Mike Frantantoni. 
I had like three jokes here and I realized that even though my last name is Sidoni and I was saying the jokes with love, it might be considered insensitive for me to make all the pasta jokes. So if Mike Frantantoni ever wants to hang out, uh, even for just thinking it, I want you to know that the Chianti in the wicker basket, that's uh, on me. So sorry, Paisan. So my compagno is the chief economist at the Mortgage Bankers Association. He sees rates dropping to 5.5% in 2023 and into the fours next year. Dave Stevens, who I mentioned earlier, uh, he's done everything in real estate. Uh, he's given economic analysis for Wells Fargo, Freddie Mac, and at one point he was the CEO of the Mortgage Bankers Association. And he sees similar numbers in the fours in 2024 and 2025. These smart people, they quoted lower interest rates, but then they backed it up with facts and historical data. Uh, there's this great chart. It shows that since 1955, when inflation hit, every time an inflationary event happens, the Fed raises the Fed bank rate too fast and then is too slow to reduce it. And that is what's happening right now in our current economic state. And unfortunately, right now, it's a little tough to figure out what's happening because the, the two rates, the Fed and the mortgage, they're tied to each other and reacting to each other a little more than usual. The chart that I saw, it showed that during the times of crisis, they raised fast and lowered too slow after the inflation or crisis was starting to get curbed. And a deeper look at the chart, I saw a very interesting pattern. Well, I saw it because they actually made sure that we could see it. In 1957, 61, 70, 80, 82, 1991, and then in 2001, 2008, and 2020, the Fed had raised rates sharply and quickly, sometimes in the years coming up to those years. And if you are an economic goober like me, you might realize that a lot of those years were our recession years because they rose things up quickly to fix what was happening. And then as the recession, as they dropped the rate slowly, it did cause a little bit of a recession, which is the fixing of the economy that they're trying to do. So if we go back and look at that pattern, whether you understand anything I said right now or not, following the pattern, that's exactly where we are right now. We're at the top part of the Fed raising the rates too fast to fight inflation part. We're right there at the top. So that means we should expect a slow return to a lowered Fed rate. And in the pattern years, 57, 61, 70, 80, 82, 91, all those, that means that we could potentially be dealing with a recession, maybe a minor one, or maybe we're right in the middle of facing it right now. But the facts show that for the majority of the time during those recessions, housing is a safe, and stable investment. And housing, except for that one crazy time, 2008, when housing caused the recession, and that's not happening again, during most recessions, housing goes up as a safe and stable investment. So again, what this historical pattern means to you is a slow but predictable lowering of the Fed banking interest rate, which means a lower mortgage interest rate coming for you. Now, again, they're not always connected, but the economists see that in our current scenario, when you take in all the factors, that one is going to affect the other 
in our coming economy. All right, so some say that rates are going to do 7 or 8% by the end of the year. Some say 5.6 this year and 4.8 in 2024 and 4.5 in 2025. The people who have been right in the past are on the lower side of the that big spread in the forecast, but even a conservative outlook, an average of the reputable prognosticators, they say that we're looking at a move from, you know, what might be about 7% by the time you hear this, um, down to 6 or 5% this year, and then possibly into the fours in the next couple of years. And that is important as we get into topic number four, the home price prediction. Okay, first thing I'm going to talk about home pricing. Guess what it is? Eh, too late. Inventory. Come on, stay with me, people. Inventory is crazy, crazy low. And that skews economics 101, supply and demand. Prices change because of supply and demand. Higher demand means prices keep going up. Right now, we have about 90% of all the homeowners right there sitting in their homes and not moving. And it's not necessarily because they don't want to move. You know, maybe they're not in love with their home anymore. But you know what they are in love with? Their 3% mortgage rate. Yeah, 90% of the people out there who own a home right now have a mortgage rate below 6%. And so industry experts have a gloomy outlook on when inventory is going to normalize because those people don't want to move. Who wants to move when you've got a rate below 6% and then you go buy a bigger house and get a bigger mortgage with an even bigger and higher rate? But when rates go down, not if, but when, that's when we're going to start to see more inventory because more sellers are finally going to be willing to sell. But here's the catch. That doesn't mean that supply and demand is going to change. That doesn't mean that prices will drop. Sucks to hear. Sucks, but it won't. Two reasons. Number one, we already have five to 10 buyers for every listing right now. So, uh, math. And then there is the more subjective number beyond the math of the extra buyers. Extra buyers mean supply and demand. Even if you get more out there, we're just going to be even. But there's a more subjective, less tangible number of people not adding to the current offers. We're at bidding wars right now and piles of offers that come in for every home. But there's a bunch of people out there that are not listening to this podcast and they're waiting on the sidelines. There is going to be a stampede of new buyers when they see mortgage interest rates drop. And what's nuts is that's what those folks are just going to focus on, the rate. And so that's what I want you to think about today. Don't be like them and just be thinking about the rate because those people don't listen to the podcast. They haven't done this math. Here's some math for you. Say you've got a budget of $2,500. Well, a $400,000 home loan with $20,000 down is going to cost you about $2,500 a month at a 6.5% rate. So that means that person who was waiting, or even you, then you could buy a $400,000 home today. But they go, but the rates are still high, so I'm going to wait. Okay, so then the rates drop to 5.5%. And they go, hell yeah, now my $2,500 payment's going to buy me more. So now they can go afford a $440,000 home. 
Okay, 40,000 more. Hell yeah. But while you were waiting and the rates dropped from 6.5 to 5.5%, prices have been going up. And that same $400,000 home, it costs $450,000. So by waiting, you actually went a little bit in the negative. But people will be tired of waiting and they will dive in anyway without doing that math just focusing on the new lower interest rates and suddenly thinking that they're going to get a killer deal now that the rates are low. So what experts see happening is illogical, but totally logical. Rates will go down, more buyers and sellers will come into the market, and even with that increase of supply coming from the sellers, we're going from a crazy low to a marginally low inventory. And that will still have too much demand for not enough homes and it will still be a seller's market. So prices will go up. It might flatten for a moment over the next year or two, uh, or it might go up and down a little bit. But the trend over the next couple of years, as the mortgage interest rates decline, reacting to the Fed rates slow decline, which we've seen in the past and we know it's coming, is that prices will at worst stay level, but likely continue to go up slightly as they have been, not go down. The end. Okay, not the end, but that's the end of that thought. Now, that's where we are with the facts and the data behind that forecast and the pricing. And if you've heard differently than that forecast or you disagree with me because of some headline or story that you read, do me a favor, uh, Google the source for that headline of the story that thinks that we're going to have a crash or thinks that uh, doesn't see the market continuing to go up because of the lull that we had for those seven months. Google the source. See what they have said and what they've reported from 2019 to today and see if anything that they reported or predicted was correct. Um, by the way, I have also been reporting things since 2011, just not with the podcast. All I do is I say, check the sources on the forecasts and don't get clickbaited by people who are not seeking to educate, but rather are just looking for, you know, followers, subscribers, or viewers. And, uh, oh, which is a good segue. Be careful with your social media feeds. A gentle little reminder about social media. Uh, there's a term going around in the marketing world about the TikTokification of social media. Uh, that means that you know how that means your algorithm, right? You're seeing less of your friends and more of the things that the algorithm has created based on what you watch, what you like, and what you share. So everything you see on social media, if you're like, everyone's talking about this, well, everyone's talking about it based on what you clicked on. So if you are clicking and reading the misinformation about the housing market, that's all you're going to hear. And then you're living in that vacuum. and. When you're looking and you see other reports on Google or news, um, just remember, you know, look for those clickbait headlines, that negative sky is falling, housing crap, that's clickbait because the 24-hour news cycles are desperate to fill their hours and get ratings and the websites are desperate for clicks so they could sell more ads. And these so-called news sources on social media, they're just trying to get the followers and the YouTubers trying to get more subs so they can make more money. The people I bring to you here in my forecast every single year, they don't make the headlines, but they've been right about this stuff for a long time. And because I tune out the rest of the people and just present the rational economist forecast to you, that's why my forecasts have been spot on since 2019. I'm not this smart. I'm just 
sad enough to sit and read all this stuff. Even though everybody and their mother comes at me online and predicts a housing crash. What happens is they predict it every six weeks. And when it doesn't happen, they just push it off for another six weeks and predict it all over again. So your forecast brought to you by people smarter than me. Home prices won't go down. Home prices will only go up. Yes, there are. And that's not forever, people. We're just talking about right now, during this inventory time, next few years, okay? Trust me, when there's a potential for things to move and the, and the supply and demand changes, I will do a podcast about that. But right now, anything we see is going to be like we saw over the last seven months. There's just going to be corrections. Uh, and remember, housing goes up even through recessions. They will correct. Uh, the housing market will correct, but it won't dump. You can't cancel home ownership like you cancel a celebrity with a scandal. They did that to housing in 2008, canceled it. And then they changed all the rules and the regulations on the loans that caused the crash so it won't happen again. One of the big pieces of information that I like to tell everybody is the Fed wants inflation at 2%. Now, currently it's gone down from that high of 8% to the numbers just came out, uh, I read today at 4.83% below five. That's pretty awesome. But they're still continuing to try to get it lower. When inflation gets to that 2% that the Fed is looking for, the economists think mortgage rates will be at about 4%. So with all this forecast and prediction, um, you know, things can go crazy. You never know what could happen. This is just based on the best data that we have. I don't talk about timing the market because I believe that for most of you, the best play for you to stop renting is as soon as you can figure out how to do it. Because as long as you're going into it with a solid five to seven year plan, no matter where the market is in the highest up or the lowest low, you're probably going to do well. Not probably, you are going to do well because you're not going to be renting for that time period. When people try to time the market, I see them wasting months, well, a lot of them wasting years throwing rent away. But but, 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 but in this case, I, I feel compelled to give you an insider timing of the market tip. There is an opportunity at the end, the second half of 2023. I, I hate telling people to time their buy. I don't want you to do that, but there is an opportunity here. Let me repeat. Here's the reasons why. The headlines are going to be negative. That's going to scare some people away, but they're not right. The prices are already creeping up slowly in mid-2023. And when the rates drop, as they say they do, let's say that happens in 2024, spring is a big buying period. The rush will be on. And when that rush goes on, that means the prices are going to keep going up. But you buy your dream home when you can buy your dream home or the best home for you. Don't wait for a lower rate. I mean, think about it. You're only going to be renting that high rate and that high monthly payment until you can refinance later. This will be better for you to see if you can figure this out in the end of this year before the rush happens. Because once everyone gets out there, the prices are going to go up more as the mortgage interest rates drop. And the housing market turns into an all-out, no-rules cage match in an offer just trying to get a home. 
Now, why is that going to happen? Well, because as I mentioned before, supply and demand, it's already a feeding frenzy out there with low inventory, the lowest supply in decades. And depending on where you read, we're talking like four to six million homes short of what we need. Four to six million homes short. There is no miracle price drop coming. It's supply and demand econ 101. And there's some more data for you. Remember earlier I mentioned the population? When the rates drop and everything happens, if you look at the U.S. population charts, there's some crazy data to support the fact that there's going to be more demand than supply because we have a huge spike of 30 to 35-year-olds right now. So that means in the next few years, there's going to be a tsunami-sized wave of people coming into the first-time home buying age. When, not if, when mortgage rates, rates drop, look out. A stampede of pissed-off, high-paying renters. And they're going to come out and flood the market. And the supply would have to double or triple to even see a flat market, let alone a decreasing market. Average age was 36 for first-time buyers last year, and we have a huge amount, biggest population in the whole country right now, coming in 30 to 35 years old. So some of things up, we know rates are going to drop, and that means prices will rise since we don't have enough homes to sell. And meanwhile, rents are going to keep going up. The Wall Street Journal says that right now there are 3 million U.S. households making over $150,000 that are still renting. Damn, people, you got to share the podcast. Those people got to hear these facts and figures. I cannot imagine what a household that is making that much is paying in rent. Right now, the average American is, uh, it just I just saw that it's at 30%, highest it's been. They're paying 30% of their monthly income on rent. So at $150,000, it's $12,500 a month. 30% of that is $3,750. <laughs> so that means... There's 3 million people probably paying around $37.50 a month. Come on, people. Share the podcast. <laughs> Let them know. Share the How to Buy a Home website, howtobuyahome.com. That many people should be looking at their options if they're paying that much in rent. And regardless if you tell those people or not, when the mortgage interest rates drop and when those drops hit the news, people who are dropping close to four grand a month every single month on their rent, when they see those mortgage interest rates drop, yeah, they'll come running. <laughs> so you, I don't tell people to time the market, but I am saying that at the end of this year, it's not going to feel fun and sexy and like you got a good deal, but it might be smart to take the hit on the rate right now and try to get in. I mean, regardless, I tell anybody, go as quickly as, as you can anyway, but understand that right now, you're probably going to be able to remove that rented rate later on. So you're smart. You're listening to the podcast. I don't mean you're smart because you're listening to me. I mean that you're smart because you're doing research, whether you're listening to me or somebody else, you're out there trying to figure this out on your own. So buy your dream house now, own it, rent that high interest rate because you can refinance later and drop your payment on a home that will for sure cost more in 24 and 25 when the mortgage interest rates drop and the stampede starts, share this education with your friends who pay too much in rent. If you have a specific question for your specific situation, 
go to howtobuyahome.com and click Ask David or ask a question. And we'll give you a specific roadmap, whether it's three weeks, three months, or three years. These forecasts say the time for action. Well, originally it was back in 2012, but if you're really trying to time the market perfectly starting in like 2022, that would have been, what, the fall of 2022 when the prices dropped from the all-time high, but it only was seven months of a minor drop and we're already headed back up. So take this information and start your plan ASAP because YCDT. You can do this.